welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. Welcome back. So I wanted to kind of delve into something real quick because I know that in my life over the years, it's happened so many times where I've met somebody and they just seemed familiar. And it was something where after we met it was it was like we were fast friends or more for that matter and i wanted to bring my lovely and beautiful wife on the show today because we're going to discuss the difference between a romantic soul connection and a friend or learning soul connection. So, uh, Sharice, welcome back to the show once again. So happy to be here. I know we spend all this time together. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this because I know that we've talked about this before. And, and I, I think I'll start with the day that we met. So for anyone not familiar with our story having met, which we did actually talk about on, on, I believe it was like the fourth episode of this podcast, but basically, on the day that we met, we locked eyes and it was something where time seemed to stop and I recognized her on some level and she recognized me on some level. And so obviously for us, it was a romantic connection. Obviously it's a soul connection. I, I think it's always a soul connection when you sort of recognize the person and you know the person and you feel like you know them and you become fast friends instantly even having never met before. And so for Sharice and I, it was it was a soul connection and also a romantic connection. But we've both been in the situation where we've confused the two. So Sharice, do you want to start with your first instance of realizing, oh, wow, this is a soul connection, but oh, this is not a romantic connection at all. <laughs> do we have enough time is what I want to <laughs> well, Share one. <laughs> Um, No, I don't mean like I dated a ton of people, but I just mean like I feel like I've had such luck in that department in terms of I've I've met some really incredible people throughout my life and I'm continuing to meet these incredible people. I mean, obviously, you are the most incredible, as we know, like as you were talking about that moment that we met, I I can feel it. It's still there. That energy is still there. That magnetism, like anytime I think about it, it just feels like it happened yesterday because it's so close to me. It's like it's always happening. Like Good good save. Yeah. No, it's true though. It's really true. Like I, I can see your face and, you know, that energy and, you know, I always see that with you. I'm so yes, I've definitely experienced that with different people. And I want to say one time I felt that and it was just like we had that friendship and there was also a romance because it was just like, whoa, this person, I just want to be all up in them and I want to know all about them and I, I want to know more and I want to learn. And, and I really found out, okay, this might have been like only like a, a couple months. And I felt terrible afterwards because I, I feel like that person maybe didn't feel the same way in terms of they, they wanted to see how, where it was going to go and expand to. And I felt like, 
okay, maybe I just got what I needed from this and now I'm good. And obviously we're still, we're still good and connected as, as friends, but it took a while because I think you have to be able to differentiate. And this was in my twenties. So this was a while back. So I'm obviously not making those mistakes anymore because I'm with you. We've been together, what now, almost 12 years, which is incredible. But I think it's so important to be able to tell the difference. And I think well, let's let's hold on. Let me stop you right there, because I want to go a little more deeply, because I think it's important for my listeners to know. Right. You said you got what you needed and then realized, oh, no, this wasn't this was not a romantic connection at all. This was just a soul friend connection. So what was it that you realized in that moment? You know, obviously, don't give any details of who the person is. That's irrelevant. But what was it that you realized in that moment where you were like, oh, no, this was I just got wrapped up in the fact that, you know, this is a soul connection. This is a friend. And now that I realize this, uh, oh, my God. Well, I think it takes so much more to be with somebody evolving on a, in a lifetime basis. Like, I feel like you and I are still discovering things about each other and we're learning and we're evolving and we're choosing to evolve as individuals, but also together and also as a family. Whereas with this person, I feel like we had one thing that was just super rich and in common and it was like, woo. And it just like, it just imploded almost. And I was like, okay, we, we kind of like, for me, it was like, I got what I needed from that. And the other things just do not line up. So I feel like a friendship would be obviously more. Can you be more specific? Like as far as what you're talking or or are you talking about the physical? Are you saying like the physical? No, not physical. I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about maybe that we just connected on the fact that we both love to read and we liked this one author and we just went off on that. And it was like, okay, and this and that quote and, you know, that kind of a thing. And then it was like, but past that, there just wasn't much more that kept us together in a romantic way versus it more just being a friendship. Because I I do feel that, you know, a romantic partner does not have to have everything that you need. Obviously, you need to fulfill those things and you need to be those things for yourself and also through friendships that you have. And so uh, I think friendships are so important and they bring so much into a romantic relationship. So you should never be putting all of that on one person. But I think I just got caught up in the one thing that I was so passionate about at the time. And it just, I realized, oh, but this is not something that's going to, going to live further. Does that make sense? Yes. No, it it totally does. So like, for example, as you know, with me, I tend to dive headfirst into stuff and I swim around in whatever it is. And I really immerse myself in it and I'm all about it for a little bit. And then all of a sudden I'm, I, I go, okay, cool. This is, this resonates. This doesn't, this resonates, that doesn't. And then I take what resonates and leave the rest And so, but while I'm immersed in that place, using your example, you run into someone who is also immersed in that place and you have that same thing in connection. So like, for example, for me, the latest thing was, or not latest, but one of the most recent ones was I was completely wrapped up in Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And anyone who wanted to talk to me about the techniques in that book, the theories, the concepts, the thoughts, the behaviors, the beliefs... I was all about it. Now, of course, this was not a romantic thing. This was just a straight up like I would talk to someone about this. But I've since moved past it to the sense of I've now incorporated things that have resonated with me and let go of the rest. And so now it's, yeah, I respect it. I'm there. I'm with you. But I'm not all about it anymore. And so I think a lot of the times people get wrapped up in, oh, this one thing is amazing. This means we should be together. When really you have to be aligned spiritually, mentally, emotionally, 
ecologically. And when I say ecologically, I mean, you have to have the same outlook. If one person is bringing reusable bags to Trader Joe's and the other person is making fun of you and taking a million bags every time they go. Look, I know that that seems like such a silly thing to have a mismatch over, but it's it's ideological if you think about it. Well, it's the way you see the world. Like for me, that would be a no-go because I'm super, everything needs to be eco. I need to recycle everything. And so I want somebody that respects that and understands that we're trying to take care of our mother earth. So yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. But you know that. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> so so here's the thing. And and so back to the topic of today's episode is, is really about how do you know, how are you able to differentiate between the soul connection that's romantic and the soul connection that's platonic, because you're going to come across so many people in your life where it's just an acquaintance. You meet them, you you know, you, you pass the parking lot attendant on your way out of the parking garage. You're not necessarily making a connection or maybe you are. And, and that's your thing. But if you're not making a connection, right, then it's not a soul connection. I really, truly believe that every single person that becomes a friend or that pl- and or or becomes an enemy And I'm going to have that dramatic pause there for a second, because any single person that comes into your life with a purpose where you either love them to such an extent or vice versa, hate them to such an extent, which, by the way, the opposite of love is not hate. It's fear. It's indifference. Mm. It's indifference. When you're talking, you're right. No, the two the two spectrum feelings are love and fear. But what I'm saying is the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. It's when you don't care. Well, I don't use the word hate. For me, that's that's too strong in charge. Like, I honestly, I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful for every single person in my life. Like, I do. And like you were saying, I feel that soul connection with each person that I'm connected to. And I, I'm so grateful. Oh, my goodness. I have like the best friends and we have the best friends. I mean, it's because we've been through so much. And I think that the friends that maybe didn't feel like a right match have just naturally kind of dissolved away like it's not like we've told anybody goodbye or said of these whatever but like you you set a boundary as to where you want to be in your life and the kind of energy you want to put out and receive and it just naturally I feel happens a hundred percent but what I was getting at really is that anyone in your life that you have a charged emotion for whether it's love whether it's hate whether it's fear whether it's jealousy whatever it is that's a soul connection that's someone who's there to help teach you a lesson that's kind of what i'm what i'm getting to so it's about really loving everybody loving the experience because there's always something to learn from it and i think that that's that's kind of the the message and and a lot of the times i think when people find that that soul connection with someone who they get along with and it's i i don't even want to say the opposite sex but a potential romantic interest i think is the most pc way to say it which i mean whatever you could be politically correct in these in in this day and age or not it doesn't matter the fact of the matter is is whether it could potentially be a romantic situation when you have that soul connection, a lot of the times I think people get wrapped up in, oh, this is what it's supposed to be when you're not really thinking clearly. So the idea is, what would you say is the best way to differentiate between that romantic soul connection and the platonic soul connection? Or, I mean, look, no one has any trouble you know, differentiating between the 
hey, you're here to teach me a lesson, Soul Connection, although most people just hate the person and get angry and get upset and lash out, when really you should be thanking them and being grateful for them because they're teaching you something about yourself, about the world, or about themselves that's going to help you define who you choose to be in that moment. At least that's how I look at it, and I know and I know you do too. Yeah, I was just going to say, everything that comes in, whether someone might perceive it as bad or good, I always just say thank you because it's teaching me and, and helping me to evolve as a being here, and I just... I'm grateful for it all. Yeah, no, exactly. But so to differentiate between the romantic and the platonic, I think it's what you said. It's essentially this for anyone out there, you know, whenever you meet somebody and you instantly have that, that familiarity with them and you instantly have that charge, like, oh my God, I just want to be around you all the time. Because I know that that's happened to both of us with other people since we've been together. We just know that it's not a romantic thing. It's a, I want to learn from this person. I really enjoy talking to this person. When we just got together with that family that we went camping with, I'm going to leave them nameless for a good amount of time. We were all about each other. You know what I mean? And we would, we would be talking all the time and sharing different things. And obviously that's easy to differentiate. You know, you're, you're not going to mistake that for a romantic thing, obviously, but those circumstances, I think, is where some people actually get into trouble, where it's like, no, 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 this is supposed to be a good divine friendship as opposed to what you're thinking this may be. It has nothing to do with any of that, right? So I think it's about really realizing where you line up and and really taking the time to get to know the person. You know, I'm going to share right now, and, and, and sorry for monopolizing, Sharice, but I think it's important for me to share this. When we first met, as you said, there was that electricity. We, we, we locked eyes and it was it was instant. But we were very platonically dating for a good while before we allowed it to move to the next level. We waited. We made sure to be on the same page and to really form that soul connection and that heart connection before we form the full physical connection, right? I'm speaking in code for anyone who's not understanding. Um, <laughs> if you're not understanding, honestly, you should be listening to a different show, but um, <laughs> and I'm teasing. But, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is I, I really think that that's where the the principles of, you know, celibacy or, you know, saving sex for marriage I think that's where that comes from, really, in religion. It's more about like, hey, look, you, you know, you can find anyone sexually attractive. You can, you can physically be attracted to just about anybody. That's hormonal. That's a biological need for us to procreate. That's something that, you know, it's so, so strong that, that innate desire to propagate the human race, right? But what really lasts in a relationship is when you take the time to forge the proper connections, which we've done and did and continue to do. It's not something you just do for a while and then bang, you have sex and then, ooh, here we go. You got to work on it constantly, right? Absolutely. I mean, I was going to say some of the stuff that you just said, but I will add on to it. I feel like once you really get to know yourself and you take that time to really dive in and discover what it is that you're interested in, you know, like taking yourself out and and really treating yourself to things. And you really then give yourself this beautiful like respect veil. So it's like no matter what, like you're when you're meeting somebody, you're just going to look at them and just take your time like you were talking about. And I feel like even when we met, we sat down on our first date and I said, you just be you and I'll just be me and we'll just see where this goes. There's no pressure. And I think that if you can get to that place 
in maturity, because sometimes our 20s maybe don't lend us to that. And, and maybe you've decided that you don't ever want to have like a monogamous relationship, and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's amazing because when you are in one that's going to be more of a lifetime one, you are then forced to look at different things and evolve even more as a soul. But going back to your question, how do you differentiate? You take that time. Because yeah. I think that going back to that story I told about going off on the author together, which I'm pretty sure it was Wayne Dyer. It's, it's been a while. But I think I probably just should have taken my time and probably Hold on, just, just... Just to clarify, she wasn't with Wayne Dyer. The, no, no. It was no. about Wayne Dyer. It was about Wayne Dyer because yeah. I love him and I was like <laughs> watching his PBS specials like every single day and reading all of his books and listening to all of his books on tape and on CD actually. Anyway, so what I'm saying, I should have just taken my time. I think I was just so wrapped up in that that time and it was like, oh, this and that. And it just kept, you know, but I think when you, when you realize, okay, let's take our time kind of like we did, then you can kind of, you don't hit any of those marks where you're like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have crossed that line or I shouldn't have. Instead, it's just like, I'm so glad we shared that. And I just, I feel that way with everyone that I meet. Like, I'm so glad we shared that. And I feel like it's so beautiful to have those soul connections everywhere you go. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's super powerful as well. We we were joking before they actually came out with the show. Remember, we were saying "Love in the Time of Corona," which is, by the way, a show now I think on Hulu yes. or whatever. And we were talking about how, oh my goodness, like, can you imagine having to date or you know being in a position of dating right now? And I just want to say, I, I think that it's kind of a bit of a blessing because if you think about it, one night stands and hookup culture at this moment in time. Maybe it's still alive and well. I don't know. To be honest, I've never really known. We're out of the loop at this point. We totally are. Out of, <laughs> we, we totally are out of the loop. But There's, we can assume because of, of well, the but pandemic. Here's, here's what I'm saying. I think that even I, I, I think it would be crazy to assume that everything that hookup culture and like one night stand stuff is alive and well, I think there's, it's just so risky now because on top of STDs, you now have, you know, COVID that's, that's possibly transmitted. So, so I think that it's a blessing in the sense that it makes people have to get to know each other from a personality perspective first to form that soul connection. Um, or well, actually the soul connection is obviously there. Cause if you're coming into contact with someone, that's, I think that's kind of what I wanted to get at here is, if someone's in your existence and someone is in your life, that is a soul connection just by definition, because you are meant to be in each other's lives, whether it's for a reason, a season or a lifetime yes. remains to be seen. And I've been saying that for so long is that everyone comes into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Sometimes it's all three. Sometimes it's just two of the three. Could be a reason and a season. Could just be a lifetime, you know, <laughs> a lifetime of absolute hell. You don't know. But if you if you learn the lesson that is meant to be learned from the connection, that's when things tend to evolve and change and you can fix things or I mean, fix things. Who knows? Maybe they're not broken, but you get to learn from that connection, which I think is a beautiful thing. And so I think that in in this situation where people are being forced to get to know each other and really see if they line up, I would venture a bet or a guess that. Any and all relationships that truly form from this situation are going to be long lasting, strong, bonded relationships. What do you think? I think so. As long as they didn't rush rush into the physical part, I think so, because there's that beauty in building something and just having all these shared connections up until that point, because the physical is such a beautiful thing as well, but it, it's even more beautiful when you let it build like that. So yes, I know. So what she's saying for anyone who's not understanding exactly is that I'm just teasing. 
<laughs> um, I'll let you. I'll let you deduce whatever you think I was about to say. But uh, I'm. I'm joking, of course. One thing I did want to add too is that you might recognize somebody from a past lifetime if you if you believe in that, which I do. And I think sometimes you might run into somebody from a past lifetime, and maybe you're meant to just be friends in this lifetime, or maybe you're just meant to kind of get a hit in terms of like, okay, maybe I need to focus on that or not focus on that anymore. And it's, it's interesting. There's a whole nother, we could talk about that in a whole nother. Actually, episode. now that you mentioned it, I will be discussing past life regressions uh, next week as uh, some of you are, or actually anyone who's listened to the very first episode of this, of this show knows that I actually did go and have a past life regression done. I will be going uh, more deeply into that next week. I'm, I'm actually going to share Everything that I experienced, as crazy and weird and, and insane as it was, uh, next Friday's episode will be about that. And more importantly, I'd like to share the lessons that I took from it, because I think that that's the most important part. But just to wrap up here today, we came in with the idea of how do you differentiate between a romantic and a platonic soul connection? And I think at the end of the day, the truth is this. When you feel a soul connection, you know it because you feel it deep down inside. And you've all been there. Every single person I know has been there where you lock eyes with someone or you see someone or if you're out somewhere and you you kind of like look across the restaurant or the bar or the, you know, sports stadium or whatever it is. And someone all of a sudden just kind of stands out to you and you look at them and you see them and they stand out and they look at you and you kind of have this thing. When that happens, it's because there is a soul connection in the sense of platonic, romantic, something could just be a lesson that you're about to learn. Now, I think that the, what it, what it really comes down to, to know if it's a real love connection, much to the point of my brilliant wife is you need to take the time to get to know each other. You need to take the time to really let things kind of grow, blossom and flourish. So. That's how you figure it out. At the end of the day, just remember every single relationship you have in life, and I'm not talking any specific kind, whether it's platonic, sibling, parent, whatever, these are all soul connections. So when you look at your best friend, that's a soul connection. When you look at your wife, that's a soul connection. When you look at your wife and that's a soul connection and your best friend, like I do, you've now hit the lottery and the jackpot and you've won. But at the end of the day, you need to take the time to figure out if everything lines up. And look, not every single aspect will, but the most important ones, if they do, that's where you know that it's time to move forward. And of course, there has to be the sexual attraction. You know, that has to be there, of course. That and also the divine friendship. And I want to just add one more thing. Please. Paramahansa Yogananda always says, like, when you're looking for that romantic relationship, if you desire that, because some people don't desire that, if mm -hmm. you're desiring that, you want to make sure that you have that divine friendship and that needs to be there first. So that whole taking time is like build that beautiful divine friendship and you can have that with everybody. And then that next level is that intimacy that you want to just share with the romantic partner. Right. Or partners, if that's the way you swing yes. and that's totally fine. There's, you know, this definitely applies to polyamorous or pens, whatever your, you know, proclivities are or whatever, you know, wherever you lean it's it's the same principle. It's really it's really simply that find the divine friendship first and then move on to the more intimate side of it as you go. So that's what we have to say. So whether it's a platonic or a romantic soul connection, just remember to put in the time to get to know each other and to form that divine friendship first. Amen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, 
subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.